So on this blog of the financial education that I would like to provide to my son is something I've been pondering about a lot in the last couple of days. And it's something that I hope I, I feel like I need to educate my son on because I didn't get that financial education and I made a lot of mistakes early in my career and early in my teenage years with credit. And, and sharing this, I think that will put them in a better situation. And I think it's something that we should all consider teaching our children. During the podcast I had with Richard Barthelemy a few weeks back, we discussed how the concept of passive income is something they don't teach in high school. I'm glad you shared that, man. Passive income is definitely, once you discover it, uh, you know, you, you just, you're like, wow, I wish somebody would have, they should teach that in high school. Yeah, they should. They should have, they, I, I don't know what's, they, they should teach passive income, they should teach you know, uh, you know, they should have a course or at least an option to pick like uh, how to underwrite multifamily deals. I swear to God, you know, I can't wait for me to start teaching my son about passive income. As soon as, I, as soon as he starts doing math, I'm putting, I'm putting uh, rent rolls and income and expenses. I just want to understand that business. I wish I would have learned it earlier. But actually millions of Americans don't get much of a financial education at all in their life. Here in the U.S., there's a private initiative called the National Financial Literacy Month which is a national campaign organized to jumpstart the coalition to raise awareness about financial literacy and promote financial education. This has been around for almost 20 years. In 2004, the Senate passed this resolution recognizing April as the Financial Literacy Month. However, few people have never heard of this. I, for one, never heard of this either. Why is this not popular? Why? I have no clue, but we definitely need it. Now, this is a topic that I, I think about a lot. And on my end, I wanna teach my son some financial lessons that he will need to survive in the current world and beyond just working like many people are raised to do. Lesson number one is passive income. By its most simple definition, passive income means you are earning an income with little to no effort required to keep it coming. It's called progressive passive income. When the earner expands little effort to grow the income, examples of passive income include rental income properties or any other business activity in which the earner does not participate or has very little participation. It is the opposite of traditional approach of work hard that is used to raise generations of people. Now, don't get me wrong, work, I work very hard and I value hard work and you do need that to grow a business. But by working hard as an employee, I, could, I couldn't have anything that I've acquired or any properties that I own, much less reach the levels of financial freedom I enjoy today. And I want my son to learn that. I want my son to know people can generate passive income in many ways. You can rent an apartment, a parking spot, a car, a bicycle, almost anything that you own. And then you can lend for a fee and get income without working. Lesson number two is the difference between what you want and what you really need. So I want, I want to teach my son to learn the difference between what he needs to have and what he wants to have. And now that he's very young, I don't want to kill his dreams. If he wants to have a very expensive car one day, jewelry or designer clothes, but he needs to know that he doesn't need that. Even though you feel the pressure of impressing people in society, I think that is a hard lesson for people to learn. Some adults never get a grasp of the difference. And that is a cornerstone of good financial decision. I also struggled with that for many years in my youth and early in my career, the pressures of society of having these expensive things to solidify yourself. Lesson three, opportunity cost. I want my son to learn that everything he purchases constitutes an opportunity cost. Either you buy something or you buy another thing. That means money used 
to purchase one item won't be available to purchase the other item. That is a very traditional concept of economics called scarcity. Scarcity refers to the basic problem, the gap between limited resources and theoretically limitless wants. Not even the wealthiest families can afford to just buy everything. I want him to know that the financial decisions that he might take him down a road or another and he's to choose wisely. The lessons take me directly into the next one. Let me do a brief pause here to invite you to subscribe to my YouTube channel just by clicking on subscribe button to get all my videos, blogs, and my podcast where you can find some real estate knowledge and insights. Lesson number four is repercussions of money mistakes. If you make a mistake in your investment, you can lose a lot of money. Some people have lost all their wealth in a single mistake. Look at the financial crisis, the market downturns, real estate crashes, and other events like these that have left millions of people in ruins. I want him to experience some losses and to make some mistakes so he experiences on the small scale and the effects of money mistakes. This is a lesson that probably would take years to learn. We all make money mistakes through our lives. It's probably the biggest lessons that we learn. Now, lesson number five, how credit works. Now, I hold this one very dear to me because at the age of 18, I was giving two credit cards, one for Birdines, for those are from my era, they gave me $500 credit, and another one was Gap, $500 credit. For some reason, I have no idea, but they arrived in my mail, and what did I do? I had no financial literacy. I wasn't educated on what credit cards effects are, what a 24% interest rate was. So what did ABO do? I went and swiped out those $500 cards and ended up putting myself in debt. But I made the minimum payment. So guess what happened? I got more credit. They just, more credit cards just kept coming in from other department stores. Next thing you know, I was in $3,000 of debt and trying to figure out how am I gonna pay this with my minimum wage job at the age of 18. So this is a financial education that must be taught to all our children. This is something that schools will never teach them, but it's something that they need to learn at a very early age what is an interest rate, what are penalties, and why it's so important to pay for these credit cards, and why it's important not to get into debt with these credit cards. Now, I want my, my son to understand how to use credit to his advantage. In multifamily investments, we acquire properties using debt, but we know how to utilize it because we have learned many lessons on credit and debt. Here in the United States, credit is especially important. It has the effects on many aspects of your lives. It affects loan rates, it affects insurance rates. It's used to qualify people. So, I wanted to help my son learn about credit and use it in the right way. I wanna help him to get extraordinary credit. Having a high credit score gives you more access to capital, better rates, and in return, better opportunities. Rich people and intelligent people create a credit history for their children at a very early age. They take out loans, car leases, they buy properties under their name. Children are creating high credit score at a very early age from the ages of 18, 20, 21. I've seen up to 16 years old with great credit score. Now, I know this could be a double-edged knife, but if managed correctly and educated correctly, it gives children an edge later in life. Now, there's other many other financial lessons that I want my son to learn. And I think that they should be taught in school. If you have other financial lessons to share with your children, please let me know. I'm open to hear your comments on your blogs and I would love to see what other, other folks are doing. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, where I share insights of the industry, news, trends, much more. 
And if you're interested in multifamily investing, please join my exclusive investor network and I will have a link below for that video. Thanks and I'll see you soon.